0: Welcome to Sports Saturday here on Leitrim Daily with me, Breffney Early. It's a bumper weekend of sporting action with so much going on that we've broken our golden rule here on the show and extended our episode from its usual half hour or so to about 40 minutes. It's the opening weekend of the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship, the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship and Vistamed Junior A Football Championship with defending champions Aha Willen having got their title defence up and running with a comfortable 218-1-8 victory over Ochno in Clune last night, Morgan Quinn from the penalty spot and Gary Plunkett with a late goal for the victors. Later in the show, Aidan Flynn will be joining us to discuss Leitrim Gale's impressive league form and how their clash with Sean O'Heston's second side on Sunday in Clune has the potential to be a banana skin for many people's intermediate championship favourites. Ladies' captain Claire Owens will join us to discuss the clash with Offaly this evening in Leitrim Village at 5pm with a place in the last eight of the All-Ireland Intermediate Championship up for grabs for the winner of the game. I'll also be talking to Declan Boyle about the growth of the Leitrim Sports Partnership in their 10th year of operations and some of the recreational programmes they provide for Leitrim people of all ages and sporting abilities. Finally Eileen Maxwell will be telling us all about Swimlock Rin tomorrow morning in Mohul with one eye on her own challenge Flo Bio, and swimming the length of the Shannon with her daughter Heather and friend Tony which starts on Thursday morning. But first, earlier this week I caught up with one of last night's goal scorers Morgan Quinn to discuss Aho Willen's chances of retaining their title. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thank
1: you. You're in
0: a bit of an awkward situation here because mm. it is ahead of the start of the championship and although this has gone out on Saturday morning, you play your game Friday night. Yeah. So you're talking about a game and previewing a game that's already happened in the eyes of the listeners. So I'm hoping this isn't a banana skin for you but we're going to talk about your clash with Achna Shielin and the other games in the first round of the senior championship. And so let's start maybe by looking back at Willens season so far. Obviously the reason we've picked you this week as the the team to be represented is because you are the defending champions going into this year's championship but you haven't had it all your way this season in league
1: yes the league form has been a bit patchy to say the least yeah we've probably not done as well as we were hoping to do but we kind of picked up a little bit towards the end of the league now we, we lost this Carrick last week which wasn't the ideal way to go into the championship
0: that sounds like you're underplaying your card this year like you're keeping your cards very close to your chest will we I presume you're going in to win the championship and hold retain your title
1: well yeah but it's a long road and you can't be thinking way down that far down the road yet like it's it's a lot of games a lot of football to be played before that really to be honest we've our focus on this will be going out Saturday but we've our focus on Ante Shieland for Friday really and we're not really looking beyond that Ante Shieland beat us in the league so we're looking to get one back over them and then take it on from there. Like realistically, you're just looking at trying to get to the quarterfinals. That's what we're trying to do and take it one game at a time. So hopefully, this will be going out. Hopefully, we'll have a good day Friday evening and be getting two points starting off in the championship anyway and get us off to a good start.
0: The other games in your group are Drummer Hare and Ballinamore, who are widely tipped as one of the favourites based on their league form mm-hmm. so far this season mm-hmm. they've been impressive in the league mm-hmm. they play Dr- Drum tonight at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock in Drumshambo while St Mary's and Allen Gales face off in Ballinamore at the same time 7 o'clock mm-hmm.
1: how do you see all of the other five teams shaping up in your division going by going by the league form yeah you'd have to you'd have to say Ballinamore. they're doing very very well like they're showing top of the league or they're very close to the top anyway and then Dr- Drumhair, although they've been doing well in Division 2, I'd say Baltimore would be a very strong team for going ahead in the division and getting towards the top now. I think I from O'Hillen would have something to say about that, about the the Baltimore team. We'll be trying to take them down a peg or two, but going by league form, you'd have to say, yeah, the likes of Baltimore or even Carrick in our division, Carrick have been doing very well in the league, but really. Hard to take the league when you come into the championship. It's a different animal altogether. And like when it comes down to ourselves and Ono on Friday and the other two games on Saturday, like it's it really is all to play for. Especially with five games in the group, there's a great potential there for people to for any team to kind of come in on any given day and get a result. And
0: there's three teams in that group
1: that will be in Division One next year. Yeah. And three
0: teams in Division Two. Yeah. Does that mean that anything less than finishing top three or four in that division of the championship? Will be a disappointing season for Ireland.
1: Yeah, I, I, no point in saying if we be we would be very disappointed if we didn't finish in the quarterfinals. But I, I really don't think that means you can look beyond your first game. Like realistically, any of the teams that are there, with five games to play, and if you don't perform on any of the given days, the other teams are good enough. They'll, they'll take a cut off you, and then it only takes a result or two and then the next thing you know you're struggling like we found that in the league and the start of the championship is a little bit like it's it's a league format, you've six teams and you have to try and really you're just trying to get into the quarter finals. After that you can see, I know if if you can win more games you'll get yourself a more beneficial quarter final but really to be honest you're not thinking about it you're not thinking about it that it's hypothetical anyway. You don't know who's gonna finish in what position in the other half of the group so really we're just going to take it just hopefully with a win
0: and obviously it's Ballinamore who are waiting the second round of games mm-hmm. the following weekend it's two local derbies essentially Shailen and Ballinamore yeah. is it nice to get that little bit of local rivalry kicked in so early in the championship or would you have preferred to leave those games till later in the
1: division um, I, I don't know if I have a preference for earlier or later it is, there is a great, there's a great atmosphere playing the teams around and it is Lucky at the minute, you know you do have the few teams around like playing on the Sheelen and Baltimore and ourselves. you know there's no doubt there'll be great interest and great excitement with the match, but to be honest with you more than a local derby or whether it was people not from around us at all, if we could come out with the first two wins that'd be that'd be more important as to kind of more than who we're playing or or you know who the other team is, like if we could get two wins. That's what we want more than anything else. The game played last night, as people are listening to this, eight thirty in Clune
0: probably under lights. Really, with the mm-hmm. the way the light is going yeah. towards the end of a game, at least, does that bother you in any way? Would you prefer to be playing earlier in the day, or maybe on a Sunday or a Saturday even?
1: Um, I, I no, I don't think so. I think I think that's actually a great thing Leitrim Ga have brought in in the last couple of years, playing these Friday night games. Like it's it's something new and different. You know, obviously your Saturday. Evening or your Sunday afternoon game Like are the more traditional game times But I, it's a great idea In terms of as a player I wouldn't particularly myself If I was playing on a Saturday or a Sunday I, I don't know if I'd be mad In looking at another team on Friday You'd you kind of be focused on your, your own game But in terms of supporters And looking at kind of Giving people chances to go to games I, I do think it's a great idea Even for leetering themselves and boosting attendances and just getting letting people watch football you know like it is the, it's the senior championship it's your premier competition and to give people the most chance to go around and watch games for different teams I, you know, I do think it's a great idea when they brought it in
0: there are two groups to the championship at this level and in the other group at 5.30 this evening in Carrick and Shannon Phoenix and Colliens play Glen Carr Manor who will also be looking to kind of pick up from re- relatively poor by their own standards league campaign. FINA obviously been relegated from Division one, so that's gonna be a tight game. How do you see that one going?
1: Going by the year so far, I suppose fina probably be disappointed with their league campaign and you know, they're they're a good team, they're a really, really good young team, fast and play great football and Suppose with the league, they'll they'll kind of be disappointed playing Division 2 league next year, but you never know that that can be a great motivator to kind of come into a championship, and that's behind them now and kind of take a real cut off Manor Hamilton. Now, Manor Hamilton themselves, they've been going again, like really Manor Hamilton. If you look at the last couple of years, like they've been there, thereabouts in the league, the championship, the last you know, 10 or more years, they really have been towards the top of every competition. I suppose the league form would suggest that Manor Hamilton you know would have they'd be stronger and would have a good chance but you never really know with with the championship on the day like the Fiena with the likes of you know with the likes of Ryan O'Rourke and up front and they've serious firepower there and you never really know but I suppose Manor Hamilton they're a very strong team and I know Manor Hamilton gave us a serious cutting in the league they they hammer us off the pitch, and
0: Melvin Gales play Mohol immediately after that game in Carrick. So that's a really attractive double in Carrick this evening.
1: Yeah, that that's a it's a really really big game for the two of those teams. Like Mohol again, county champions. It's two out of the last four years. They're in the final last year. You know they're they're really going to be looking to come out and win the championship. Like their last couple of years, they've been there or thereabouts with winning the championship. You know they're they're one of the best teams. In Leitrim at the minute. Now Melvin Gales themselves said traditionally they they would never see themselves as anything less than able to compete and go for a championship themselves. You know they're they're playing really really well in the league this year. Yeah, it's a hard one to call again. I suppose with league form, you'd you'd tend to go at Mohol maybe having a little bit of extra power. But I I don't think Melvin Gales will have any doubts like that. They'll they'll be gunning for going to win every match they're Melvin Gales, when they come up against anyone, they wouldn't really fear anybody. They play nice, tight football and they'll be, you know, th- I can't see there being too much in that game, but well, I suppose Mohul do have a lot of firepower up front, they're a good team, but yeah, you never know, May- maybe Mohul, seeing how their league form went, might be they might be the team favourite for that game, but it'll be hard when there won't be too too much in it either way.
0: Another local derby, Gortletter and Riley is the last mm. game in that group. Really, they they pull out all the stops in terms of the fixtures
1: this weekend. Yeah, like yeah, Gortletter and Thom That's again. That's a, a really really interesting clash. Thom Riley have performed really really well in the league this year. You know they've um, cemented the Division Two kind of from early on. They, I think they, they had a lot of wins in a, in a row in the start of the league. They they won every game there for a long time, um, and and Gortletter again probably will. The league they'll probably be disappointed with the league it'll be even interesting seeing that them two teams will be division two next year in the league they'll be of that same level it'll be interesting to see that clash because when you go over play Trim Riley or Gartletcher they're both, they're both you know big teams they're very physically imposing both of them it'll be it'll be very interesting to see who comes out on top there because if good footballers and certainly would, neither team would back away from a challenge so that could be a that could be a very even match there. It'll be a hard one to call now.
0: I'm not going to ask you to pick a winner in your half of the group because I just don't think it's worth your while mm. because uh, if you don't play them this week, you play them more than the next coming yeah. weeks and you put somebody down, you might get a smack in the back of the head. And I'm not <laughs> taking responsibility for that. But overall, in terms of the championship, if we take Agha willen out of it for a moment and say you mm. can't pick Agha who... Who are the team you think will be facing you in the final, if that's probably the, the best way of putting it?
1: Oh, well, the final's a long way off now. We've a lot to do now before saying we would be in a final. We'll be looking to get... If we can get to the quarterfinals, that'll be the best job done. But, like, there's some seriously strong teams. That Like, if you look, like, going back the last couple of years, like, you've have Mohal, they've won two of the last four, Manor Hamilton before that. Like, in the last 10 years, they've been seriously, seriously successful. Even the likes of... Balnamore and Melvin Gales are really, really coming up. They're very strong Carrick too. Like I know when we played Carrick last year, there, there was not much more than a kick of the ball in it between us and them. And then, you know, they'd be all teams certainly to watch out for. But really, like like we've our game on Friday against Armagh Shield, and they, like they beat us in the league. I, I really do think in Leitrim, you, there's no there's no match you can take for granted. Like anyone can take a cut off anyone looking for I really don't think you can look beyond your group like again hopefully we would obviously look to be finishing top of our group if we can but we'll take it one, ga- one game at a time hopefully we'll come out with a result against Anishielan and then see how it goes from then on
0: well listen <laughs> I hope last night went well, went well for you and <laughs> yeah, the club
1: hopefully. and hopefully
0: uh, for your own sake it's mm. a re- result that you're happy with the very best look for the rest of the championship and you never know we might be chatting to you in a couple of months as county champions again
1: hopefully thanks briefly
0: now with one eye on the intermediate championship which also kicks off this weekend on saturday this evening with three games today and three games tomorrow i'm joined by aiden flynn of i'm gonna say championship favorites Leitrim Gales. we'll talk about that over the next 10 minutes or so aiden welcome to the show
2: Thanks very much, Bethany.
0: I can see you cringing when I say that, but yeah. I'm going to put that hex on you because I think, based on league form so far, most of the county in terms of football, anyway, have been impressed with how well Leitrim Gales have fared in Division 1 this season.
2: Well, I think everybody always kind of says that, you know, the intermediate is probably, it's you know, it's a really difficult championship to try and win. And sure, no one knows better than us. You know, we've been trying to win it for the last five or six years. We've been in it. Honestly, I think there's about you know, seven or eight teams that'll be really thinking that they have a chance of winning it. The the like of Balaglera, Drinkier, and you know, the, the Esslin were in the semi final last year. There's there's you know there's a lot of clubs in, in you know in the reckoning there, and I've left out a few there that. You know, will think that they have a chance of winning it. So, I don't know about the title of, of favorites at all, because not not a lot of what happened to the league counts when when the championship season kicks off. Let's talk about that league performance so far, because. I think when people knew there was four teams
0: going down, based on history, Leitrim Gales probably would have been in most people's quartet of teams to be under pressure at the bottom of the league. But a couple of really good results, primarily maybe two or three weeks ago, catapulted you out of that situation and, and relative safety towards the end of the, the league campaign.
2: Well, we we started off the league kind of poorly, actually. We we, we actually lost our first three games, but we, we did game form um, as the league went on. And, yeah, you're right, over the last... And maybe two or three weeks we started to find form and play a little bit better, and we got um, you know three or four victories on the trot, which kind of put us in, into relative safety. But we actually needed a result last weekend to make sure of it. Um, we didn't get the result ourselves, but a- another game in the in the league worked out for us. So even though we were beaten by Manor Hamilton last weekend, we, we got a result, so we are um, safe for another season in Division One, which was great for us. But again, one way in the championship, like we we you know we wouldn't be reading too much into it.
0: How have the team come together this year? Because I think Leitrim Gales have been there, thereabouts, at an intermediate level in the Championship for the last couple of seasons. it has been a couple of final appearances, a bit of disappointment when you got to that final stage. Do you have the, the mental fortitude in the squad this year to maybe push forward and, and really challenge and, and, and take that title home this year?
2: Um, I suppose we'd like to think so. We've had a young team, like maybe the last... You know, the last couple of years, we've we've always been looked at as a young team, but there is lads like coming into, I suppose, the prime of their football and careers now. But the team is still young. Like I, I, there was one, there was one game in the league there. You know, a couple of games ago, and I look back, and the six backs that we had were all under twenty one. So it is still a young team, and you know, we we are going to be tested in the championship in, in terms of that fortitude, as you talk about. But you know, I do think we're made of stern stuff. Like, and I do think when the challenge is put up to us later on in the championship, we we'll we, we'll be ready for it.
0: This weekend you play more second
2: team. Some might say probably one of the easier games in the group. Um, definitely not. They were in the quarterfinal of the championship last year. Um, they were five points ahead of us at half time, So no one would know better than us how much of a challenge that can be. It's ne- I, I personally I, I hate playing against a second team because you you never know what you're going to get in terms of what players are going to be playing. Like you, you can't really be ready for them in, in that sense. But also like. <laughs> There's not much credit for 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 beating. They're the only second team, in the intermediate. You won't get much credit for for winning that game, and it's always a potential banana skin, like a team, you know, that they they could catch you in the hop. So we we'll try and make sure that we're ready for that game at the weekend.
0: Now you're in group one of the competition. Let's take a look at the other two fixtures, which conveniently enough, in terms of your scouting, one is Saturday evening. You play Sunday mid mid afternoon, and then the other game is Sunday evening. So Anaduff played from Kieran Shambo tonight at five thirty. Will you be going along to that?
2: Sometimes I I, I go along if it suits. Um, I'm actually going up to the hurling on, on on Saturday, so I, I'll actually give that one a I give that one a miss. But to be honest, I I, I prefer to kind of concentrate in your own game. Sometimes if 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 it's local and I know that one is in Shamble, I would probably you know or maybe if it was in Carrick, I would just maybe go into it if I wasn't up to anything. But I wouldn't really go out of my way to to be looking at other teams. But Anna Duff and Drunkieran is going to be a, a serious battle. They are two two of the favourites for the competition. Uh, we played against Anadov a couple of weeks back. They're flying it. Uh, Dronkirin are always always a difficult team to play against. Um, they have a couple of brilliant players as well. So, I, I, you know, that one's tough to call. Like, that one, the, a couple of g- really good players in both teams.
0: The last game of the weekend is tomorrow evening. Carry Gallon versus Clune, 5 o'clock in Ballon and Moor. That's also in your group. How do you see that one going?
2: And just realising why, why people are calling it the group of deaths when it came out. Like, it's... Like, that's another one, like, that it's a local derby there as well. And they always tear lumps out of each other, I think, as well. Like, like all the games. So, like, there's not going to be a lot in all these games. Like, I'm, you know, like I am saying about Anadouf and Drunkia and we have serious battles with them. Like, Clune, I don't know if we've ever beaten Clune by more than three points. And Carrigallan beat us the last time we played them two years ago in the Championship. But um, that game is very difficult to call as well. But it, it could have a, a massive kind of reckoning on, you know, who finishes in the top four that, that game. Like, so... Th- that's a massive one as well.
0: If you had to put your head on the block, what four teams do you think will will come out of the group? Oh, let's assume that Leitrim
2: Gales that your uh, Gales are going to come through. Who are the other three teams that you could see taking <laughs> up three spots? I think if I told you that breath now, I would be putting my head in the block anyway. If they were, if you know the the Aidan Flynn said that you weren't going to get out of the group when when we were playing them, but uh, look at it, it's so hard to call. Like I actually I actually couldn't rank any of them teams above or below any of them it, it depends on what teams are you know are, you know keep injury free or you know get their best form for them couple of weeks of the championship like the schedule has been so heavy the last couple of weeks say the last three or four like we had five games in two weeks in the league there and then you have another three league games back to back to back now so do you know and then with lads gone on holidays lad, you, you see it's so difficult to know who has who and what shape teams are going to be in when the, the fixtures come so it's very very difficult to say
0: we'll run through the other three games in group 2 of the intermediate football championship Esalen Kiltoberd in Clune tonight
2: at 5:30 yeah it's another type one isn't it there are two division 2 teams there like the, there's not a lot there's not a lot in it, a lot of these games i suppose Esalen are going to be favorites for that game given the fact that they were in the semi-final of it last year like but you know Kiltoberd in the championship like they're they're, they're always pretty formidable like the, again another team that bet us the last time we played them so like it's very hard to know what to, I suppose Essendon probably are slight favourites given their performance last year in the Championship
0: Balan and Ahavas they take to the field Balan also at 5.30
2: Balan one won Division 2 didn't they they're top of Division 2 so like I suppose based on that they're they're going to be favourites there Hava seemed to have made serious strides though this year, like the results there I see the Beck over by six or seven points last weekend, which is you know a serious result for them heading into the championship, you know you'd probably have to slightly favor Balaglare in that game
0: the final game of the intermediate championship uh, in group two that is Glenfar and Kilti Clahar versus Bornakula one thirty tomorrow in Park Sha I
2: suppose that's you know you have a team there coming down from senior opposed to a team coming up from from junior, but you know and for that reason, like you know. You would probably be shading Borna in that game. I don't know um if Damien Moore is back fit for them or not, but I suppose if you know he's usually a player that's flying come championship season, and if he is, he he he'll be he'll be hard stopped in that one. So you'd probably have to you know maybe save Borna by a couple of points in that one.
0: What do Leitrim Gales need to do? What do they need to focus on to take home silverware at the end of the season?
2: The the only thing we can do is, you know, you can't win silverware this weekend. That that's always what, you know, the thing I look at, like, you know, to go there's eight games in this, you know, championship. So you actually cannot be looking ahead and looking at a chance to win silverware. All you can do all we can do is focus on our game this weekend and take it one week at a time. That's all we can do, you know, focus on the next game and the next game and hopefully we'll you know, we'll get ourselves out of the group and then we can focus on the knockout stages after that. But I suppose looking at looking looking at silverware in in July, for a, for a competition that's going to end in October is kind of crazy. Really, like you just have to you just have to take it one game at a time.
0: On a personal level, obviously you've been involved with Leitrim for the last couple of seasons, but I think a late arrival to the intercounty scene by by modern standards, yeah. have you felt been involved at that level and the success that the county team had this season has helped you individually and personally in terms of when you bring that back to club form?
2: Um definitely yeah no it's oh, it's definitely positive being involved in a in a county setup like you know it's you you you're going to learn things and you're going to you know improve in terms of like skill level and and fitness and you know different areas like that like and i i really enjoy it and you know it's actually nice to maybe you know focus on different targets or you know take your take your eye off the the ball in terms of the club game for a little while go and enjoy the the intercounty season and then go back and come back refreshed into the into club the club game again instead of maybe thinking about you know trying to win this championship for 12 months round, like you know so definitely I really enjoyed the year that we just had like it was you know it' was, as you said it was, it was a relatively successful year there you know and we, we did gain promotion for division four which was a big step for Leitrim football so no i i you know I really enjoyed it and hopefully like I'd like to see like you know maybe other boys in the club you know, pushing on, and you know, and and doing it as well, because I definitely think we have the quality there to, to get a few more in there.
0: Well, listen, Aiden, thank you very much. The very best of luck this evening. Oh, it's not the evening, small. <clears throat> the very best of luck in tomorrow's game. Thanks. Bro. And uh, for the rest of the championship. Thanks a million, Breffney. Cheers to that. One of the organisations who do an awful lot of work in the area of sports promotion and development in the county is the Local Sports Partnership. And I'm joined by the administrator, Declan Boyle. Declan, welcome to the show.
3: Good to be here. How are you? I'm
0: very, very good. Declan, tell us a little bit about the sports partnership and what it does.
3: The Little Sports Partnership would have started in 2009, and the role would be to develop sport and physical activity opportunities for all target groups from preschools, primary schools, post-primary schools, teenagers, youth groups, um, families, adults, and older adults. And that's just really about getting people active. Um, leading them into a better lifestyle and a longer lifestyle, and, and obviously, with mental health now, it's a big thing to get people involved and participate in, in, in physical activity. What are
0: some of the programs that people might have heard of that you are involved in?
3: Well today we're just down here um, by the waterside, um in Carrigan Shannon with the Shannon Splash which is a partnership initiative with Swam Ireland and today that they we linked into the local youth groups and teenagers and they had an opportunity today to do water safety, the kayaking, uh, diving and also water polos. That's a new initiative What well, we started actually last year. It was a pilot program so this year we run it again. Um, we do the paddles up program for T Y students and that's learning kids about water safety as well but also learning the fundamentals of uh, kayaking and paddling skills and just learning them to have more confidence in the water and, and just getting I suppose getting teenagers into the water but also giving them the confidence to go out by themselves.
0: The Sports Partnership is effectively a branch of Sport Ireland and there's one in every county or region around the, around the country and, and you are representing the, the Leitrim branch of that. What are the major successes you've had in the last decade?
3: There's 29 local sports partnerships around the country. Um, some of them would be, there's obviously three in Dublin, but uh, they are funded through Sport Ireland, and that's our main funders. We also get funded from other partners um, from the HSC and, and other ones like Waterways Ireland would have funded this programme today. And regarding success stories, really it's, it's we have two new development officers. It um, starts with Michelle Fine looking after our social inclusion. Part of, of the sports partnership, we also have Patricia Ford who came in there as well on um, a full-time capacity three a ago so for us to have two extra staff uh, members um, working with people in the community working with youth groups working with um, sports clubs th- for me that, that's a major success it took a long time but that means we can have more hands-on approach we can deliver more programs that um, we also can t- uh, go after more funding opportunities and to get more people active
0: in terms of the sporting landscape for the
3: county obviously
0: Gaelic games dominates but there are little pockets of, of other sports what do you do in terms of the, the promotion of those smaller sports
3: yeah, well, I suppose our remit would be to link into the small NGBs. We know the GA is very strong, Leiterman, and they have their own organisations, and the clubs are very strong. So it really is maybe us linking in more so to, to the smaller NGBs like Swim Ireland here today, like um, Canoe Ireland, and, and smaller organisations that need our support more. They don't have the staff to roll out programmes. So it really is linking into those small ones um, and giving people opportunities like active age groups, would be another one of our, our groups where we were looking at older adults and, and getting them doing different programmes. If it's uh, flexibility, it could be chair aerobics, it could be dancing. So different programs. Um, Preschools, we do the Want to Start program with preschools and that's pretty much where we go on and deliver a program um, to the service provider staff members and then also get the kids active through fun games and activities so there's heaps of stuff that we do we've couched the 5k programs we, we have kids on the run which is a primary school so it really is going around linking into primary schools doing secondary school programs we've also the education training initiatives where we link into all the local. Um, clubs in the area and um, getting them obviously to do the safeguarding one and two and three and first aid courses and, and just looking at, their, at, at the clubs and how we can develop and make them stronger and if we have stronger clubs in the community also means that they can attract more people, they have the more capacity to deliver more and more teams on the ground and that obviously has a, a, a role on it and has a bigger impact um, with, with, with the community. In terms of elite sport in the
0: county, we're we're hearing more and more about people achieving things on the international stage. Niall Morhan's just back from the under-19 European Championships, Alva Clancy at the World University Games. My own nephew, Matthew Early, been played for Ireland this year in rugby, Dervla Rooney. They're all either late teens or early 20s and really have developed through the last decade. Which sports over the next 10 years are we likely to see that level of success from as a result of the work that's been done at grassroots here now?
3: Yeah, well that's, I mean, you just mentioned I mean, five or six people there and there's even more than that, but in regards to the population, Leithman Leitorm- Leitorm- is a small county, but it, it, it delivers in regards to elite sports and, and people at, at the higher level of international sports. And um, We know that athletics is obviously very, very strong. We have some really good uh, athletics person- people in, in working and going to European championships and, and doing really well, obviously. Um, boxing, that's been... Superb up in North Leitrim and, and the clubs there, and you look at the small clubs as here. It's it's people that are just um, from small, weak clubs um, how and where they go and how much they develop. It's incredible the work that's been done. We definitely we uh, we definitely go out and. Uh, I'd punch most, most counties in regards to the quality of people um, that are, are going on international stage. Going forward, it's hard to know. I mean, you never know. Um, obviously, boxing is quite strong. Athletics is obviously very strong in Leitrim. So it'll be interesting to see how, how things progress. But it's, it's great to see other people involved in other sports and doing well as well. Thank you very much, Dick. Thank you.
0: So the eyes of the sporting world might have been on Offaly over the last couple of days with the success of Shane Lowry at the Open. But it's a different form of Offaly sport we're going to be talking about for the next 10 minutes or so. This evening at 5 o'clock in Leitrim Gales, the ladies team take on Offaly in the second round of the Intermediate All-Ireland Football Championship. And I'm joined by the team captain, Claire Owens. Welcome to the show, Claire.
4: Thanks, Bethany. Thanks for having me on.
0: No problem. Now, we're not worrying about winning opens this weekend. <laughs> obviously no. uh, won't be worrying <laughs> about that. We might not have uh, open bus parades or live coverage on the news of the game this evening, but for the women's game in Leitrim, it's a huge evening, and it's a chance maybe to redeem a bit of faith that's been lost in the last 12 months.
4: Yes, definitely. Um, of the faithful county we will be hoping that we will, as you said, redeem a bit of faith this evening. It's a big game in many ways. It's Nice to be playing a team that aren't in Connacht. We were randomly drawn against Roscommon in the first round, so it's nice to play a team like Offaly. We haven't played them in a couple of years. And it is a big opportunity. They were beaten fairly comprehensively by Roscommon last weekend as well, so who knows? We'll both go at it. And if we could beat them, there are only three people, or three teams, sorry, in our group, so if we could beat Offaly we'd actually be through to a quarter-final. Before we focus
0: on the game this afternoon, let's have a chat about women's football in the county because it's been a turbulent maybe 12, 18 months for the game, probably even a little bit longer, but particularly in the last 12 months. Talk us through what happened last year for the benefit of those who might not be aware.
4: Last year, there was kind of, I suppose, late attempts to get a team going. and um, We did actually field for a couple of league games, but it just sort of became, we, we, you know, we had no proper setup. We were sort of going to games thinking, will there be 15 people? The decision was made then ultimately that we would not participate any further in the league and wouldn't be feeling a team for championship. From the LGFA's point of view, what that meant was that they were threatening that there would be no club football as a result in Leitrim. They gave us sort of grace of a year to sort out the county setup, which was last season. They said they wouldn't be giving us any further grace. Then this year, I suppose, in probably early January, county board and, and players that were interested... Set about getting a team back up and running with, I suppose, the goal, first of all, of there being club football. Like The reality is if we didn't field the county team, there would be no club football. And that would include underage, which for me as an older player who's towards the end of my career, I just, you know, I can't imagine growing up in Leitrim with no underage structures. Football in Leitrim uh, has given me a lot, uh, you know, in my and career, but also personally and... I, for one, just couldn't stand by and see the whole club structure fall apart in Leitrim, which it would have because the LGFA were saying, we've given you a chance. It seems a bit heavy-handed by Crow Park. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was frustrating last year for them to even suggest such a thing because you're thinking, if we can't field a county team absolution to that isn't banning people from playing club football. But at the same time, I suppose they have to, they're looking at their competitions and if teams are dropping out when it doesn't suit them to field teams, they have to have some kind of sanction in place, I suppose. To be fair, they did give us that year to sort ourselves out. We started late again this year, I suppose. It's something that, you know, moving forward, even looking at next year already, I'd love if there was a set-up in place at the end of this year for girls to actually buy into, because it's it's kind of a, a chicken-and-egg situation, is it that the structures aren't in place or that there aren't, aren't players to play. It's very hard to say which comes first. So for me, you know, a, a goal at the end of this year for me would be that... We work together to have a proper setup in place for next year where girls will actually want to buy into it and know what's happening in time and can kind of plan around that. There are 15 adult, I think, I could be wrong on that, but there's around 15 adult ladies clubs in Leitrim. If you average that out on a panel of 20 players, there's 300 girls in Leitrim that could play for the county and I would really, really hope that we can get a few more on board for next year because we could contend an intermediate level um, we we'll are be in Division 4 next year again we could definitely reach a semi-final a final we could win a final there if kind of everyone puts the shoulder to the wheel and like I said the reality is if we don't have a county team we won't have club structures
0: This isn't the first time in maybe the last 10 or 12 years when leitrim have been through this process I know after winning the intermediate championship I think in 2008 2007, 2007 junior, yeah, y- yeah. Or there was trouble in the next couple of years after that resulting in a team not fielding in the championship in one of those years is this a situation that, because of the size of the county, we could find ourselves in every decade?
4: Probably what happened after the 2007 win, there was a lot of girls who, I suppose, had played for so long that, you know, when they won... I don't know, pers- on personal levels, I, I can't speak for those people, but I suppose there probably was a lot of retirements of hugely experienced girls, um, and, you know, naturally enough. So that year was quite difficult getting it back on track. Yeah, I suppose a small county like Leitrim, we probably always will struggle, but... Again, like I said, there are there are 15 adult clubs. The club scene is vibrant. I would say it's going very very well on all levels: junior, intermediate, and senior. You know, I played in a senior league final myself a few weeks back. Lost. I was on the on the losing team. Um, it's funny you
0: should bring up that final. Sorry for interrupting you, but I saw the winning teams in both those finals that day, and there must be 30 girls in those team photographs. So even
4: your average of twenty is probably on the low side. Definitely. Like I would say the average panel size is probably twenty five, you know, but I'm being generous there saying twenty and and coming up with my number of three hundred because, you know, the lowest be a few girls for different reasons that just can't commit or don't want to or aren't in a position to. So yeah, like there probably are more than, than 300 girls realistically who are eligible to to play with the county. Yeah, as I say, moving forward, I'd just be very hopeful that the girls who are there this year. You know, I have huge respect for all the girls who have come out and put on the jersey this year because it definitely hasn't been easy. I have gotten to know a lot of younger girls this year, and you know, it's it's a lovely thing to be a part of. Like I've played county football for years, and and yes, it's been great in a footballing sense. But I have gotten so much from playing county football um, on a personal level and. Um, I'd love just for it to be a positive experience for girls moving forward. Like I said, hopefully we'll get even 30 of those 300 for next year. And as I say, we would definitely compete. We've always been well able to compete when we've have a, had a structure in place. I mean, hopefully it's not a regular occurrence. Who can say? But hopefully, you know, we're not saying this time next year or the year after, oh, look, we've no team again. I, I really, I wouldn't like to see that happen. Let's talk about football for a minute. Great. Uh, we have
0: a game this evening. We're playing awfully the winner has a place in the All Ireland Quarter Final intermediate level. It's a big ask to ask a bunch of, of girls who haven't got much inter-county experience to take on Offaly, but I think we're going to be competitive based on the results so far.
4: Yeah, I mean the Roscommon game, you know, obviously result aside, if you look at the scoreline, anyone would would be saying, "What are you talking about?" But we were competitive for all of the first half against Roscommon. I think there was maybe five points in it at half time, which you know is, is a lead, but it's not insurmountable. They, I suppose their experience probably showed in the second half. And probably what showed more is, is the fact that we just haven't you know, had a good run at getting a big group of girls together to train. So I suppose when you, when you go out, you, everyone gives it their all, but in a competitive game like that on a hot day in Hyde Park, the lack of practice together will probably start to show.
0: What is the expectation for this evening?
4: Uh, a, a victory, I think, is a realistic expectation. I haven't seen much of Offaly. I know they have quite a lively... Forward line, um, I don't know what they're like otherwise. Roscommon didn't put up a very big score against them, and Roscommon put big scores up against every team they play, so I think it was two fourteen, and before that, Roscommon had probably averaged three or four goals per match, so defensively, perhaps they're strong as well. Hopefully, or probably, will be fairly evenly matched. Um, the fact that they have to travel, obviously, and we have home advantage, is a big plus for us. If we're looking on the bright side of life, I would say... There's every chance we could come out of there with a win. In terms of personnel,
0: any major changes in the squad? Any new names that might not have been featured against Roscommon?
4: Well, I think we... Ailish um, O'Dowd was unavailable the day we played Roscommon last. And obviously she's a young girl, but she's, I, I feel like she's she's years of experience already. I feel like she's more for my age, and she really isn't. She's only she younger. Thank you for that. No, well, I mean, <laughs> I think she, she was minor three
1: years. She, <laughs> she
4: loved the fact that I'm talking about her being so mature, but no, she is a little great girl. Great to have around a team, and you know, obviously, a hugely talented player as well. So we'll have her back. I don't know other than that. We had a few injuries that day. Actually, uh, Karen McGovern was out injured. Other than that, I'm not sure of many huge changes in personnel. But yeah, we had a couple of absentees and injuries that day so we probably should be stronger this evening than we were maybe against Roscommon.
0: the very best of luck I hope your season doesn't end this evening I hope we're talking <laughs> to you again yes. ahead of a quarter final in a couple of weeks time very best of luck this evening in Leiton Village at 5pm
4: thanks very much Breffney
0: now tomorrow in Mohul sees Swim Lock Rin take place and I'm joined by one of the event organisers Eileen Maxwell Eileen welcome back to the show
5: hi you're thank you Yes, our swim lock run is taking place. This is our second year to run swim lock ring. Um, this has taken, this has been Tony, uh this is our fourth year working on swim lock ring. But this is our second year to run the event.
0: And what, and, uh, what actually is going on t- uh, tomorrow in lock Run?
5: We have three different uh, categories: uh, there's a 750 swim, a 2K swim, and a 4K swim. It's out on the new facility there, the rowing club facility there on Lock Rain, that the council has put in huge money into developing up the course there in Lochrin, so it's lovely. It's just like a big swimming pool it's all lined out for anyone does know
0: what time will things be starting at Eileen?
5: The first event is starting at ten o'clock that has a half hour cut off point. The second event is starting at ten forty five with an hour cut off time and the four K is starting at twelve o'clock roughly. Uh and that has uh, two hours of a cut off time.
0: In terms of participants, do do people have to be pre registered or is it still possible? Oh
5: yes. Yes, the registration is, is is closed at this stage now. Um for the simple reason that for the uh, get the thing sorted out with core time in there, he has to get his side sorted out in numbers and Everybody has to sign waivers and that sort of stuff, so that's all done and dusted at this stage.
0: So, for people who want to go along and watch, where's the best place? Where's the best vantage point for people?
5: Well, last year we had above at the Caravan Park. With the way it's designed, there's not really a viewing point only down the side. So, hopefully, this year we'll be down along the side or um, anywhere along there because you want, you know, it's not really a great viewing spot yet. This council is got develop a fabulous viewing point for the rowing all down along the side like what you see on the television and, and the other rowing club for but that's not in Loch yet but there's great work being done at the moment
0: Forget about Loch for one second that's going to come and go tomorrow but you've got your own big challenge starting on Thursday in Doura, remind our listeners of what actually yourself Tony and your daughter Heather are going to be taking on
5: Yes we're heading for Doura at at 8 o'clock on Thursday morning and we're tackling the River Shannon from Dower to Limerick at 245k. So that will be exciting in itself.
0: Of course we did speak to the three of you on the show a couple of weeks ago and people can listen back to that if they wish. But I think putting into context 250 kilometers, 260 kilometers, versus the 2 or 4k that people will be doing tomorrow i think it puts tomorrow's uh, swim into context and hopefully it'll encourage more people to maybe give the 750 m swim for the third edition of the Loughran swim next year unfortunately that's all the time we have to talk to you today uh, the very best of luck tomorrow breakfast. and we will All right thank you and we'll be following your progress down the Shannon
5: lovely that's great thanks it. talk to you later
0: Thank you to all of my guests this week and also best wishes to rower Ella Brogan from Carrick and Shannon who competes for Ireland at the Home Internationals in Strathclyde, Scotland in the lightweight women's double with her partner Kira Egan. They will compete at 11.52 this morning and I'm sure her former clubmates in Carrick Rowing Club will be following her progress with interest. Niall Morhen is available for Sligo Rovers as they host high-flying Bohemians at the showgrounds at 7.45pm tonight. They'll be hoping to put a disappointing result last weekend in Derry behind them as Waterford and Finharps gathered points to inch closer to the Bitter Red in the league table. In the SSE Airtricity League First Division, Longford are also in action hosting Galway United at 7.30pm in City Calling Stadium A win for Longford would lift them into third place in the table and extend the four-point cushion over Bray Wanderers in the promotion playoff race. I'll be back tomorrow evening with all the results and reactions to the weekend's games. Talk to you then.